June of last year, 2020, right? Start of a pandemic. Nobody knew what the hell was going to happen. I, of course, did what most Americans did at that point. I went out and bought frivolous shit and I bought a Traeger. All right. You guys have heard me talk about the Traegers in the past in some of my barbecue stores. Well, what I don't know if I've ever shared with you, the first thing that I ever tried to cook, okay, smoke, right? That was the whole point. You got these Traegers to smoke stuff and you just wanted to be a pit master. At least that's what I wanted to do. I decide to smoke a Wagyu brisket. Well, first things first, briskets are hard anyways. Briskets are really, really hard when you've never done one before. Briskets are hard. And then you attack on the fact that it's this Wagyu piece of meat. Now, I got this piece of meat from my father-in-law, so it wasn't as if I went out and spent this crazy amount of money for this 18-pound brisket, okay? Well, needless to say, I screwed it up. It was like eating a piece of shoe leather, for crying out loud. And it scarred me. Like, it scared me. I'm like, what? Why in the world would I get this amazing grill, right? Like that's everybody, that's what everybody says is this amazing grill. You got to do it. It's smoking. It's, you get this line and you do all the things. If I didn't know how to use the darn thing. So what did I do? I kind of took the easy road and I was doing like some pork shoulders and making some amazing pulled pork and um, just like basic stuff like that, right? Not knocking it. It's really, really good. But now I'm starting to get a little more comfortable, right? Now I'm starting to do some other stuff. Like a couple of weeks ago, guys, have you ever had a smoked meatloaf? Like meatloaf, we've talked about it, right? Like uh, uh, meatloaf, this thing's phenomenal, right? Like hit me up if you need this recipe. We do, um, Kels, help me out if you're, if you're out there. What in the world is it called? Just basically like your, your standard roast, right? With the vegetables and all the things. But what I've done recently is a Wagyu tri-tip. So here I go, right? I'm going to up my game. The only difference between then and now with this Wagyu tri-tip, well, one, you didn't want to screw it up, right? So my mother-in-law, she came over to the house yesterday. She's helping watching our, our, our son Cash. And so I wanted to prep this thing for her. Guys, like this thing is phenomenal, right? It is absolutely incredible. It's an amazing piece of meat. Um, and the way we cook it is just absolutely perfect. And it comes out and it's the same color all the way through. And it's about a three and a half pound uh, piece of meat. And the reason I wanted to do it was because I got more comfortable. I got more intentional. I got more detailed. I was focused on making sure that I did not overcook this thing, but yet I let the process run its course. So what the hell does that have to do with selling real estate? It's simple. Guys, I did the brisket. I screwed up. I didn't make it work. Like it just, it was, it was garbage. Well, how many times have we tried something in real estate one time, twice, maybe, and be like, you know, what? I'm never going to do that again because it didn't work or I'm scared of the result because it didn't work. I didn't know what I was doing. Well, the minute you start studying, the minute you start learning and becoming an expert in something, I didn't want to screw this thing up. I wanted to know, all right, what else can I do? So I was reading, I was looking on the Traeger app. I was just trying, I was looking at some of the community notes, basically like AKA a panel, AKA what we do every single day where we bounce ideas off of each other. And I thought to myself, I was like, all right, how else can I be better when I do it this way? So in real estate, it's simple, right? Like there's five things every single day that you need to do. The number one thing is prospecting. That's it. First and foremost, right? Carrie and the marketing team, they're going to give you opportunities from a lead standpoint. But remember, 
sphere, uh, sphere of influence, past clients, uh, uh, past clients, that makes up, according to NAR, roughly 71% of your business year over year. So let's not ignore them. Let's give them the attention to detail, just like we were giving the piece of Wagyu that attention to detail. Now, I'm not saying your clients are a piece of me. Please do not think that's what I'm trying to say here. All I'm saying is they deserve our attention. They deserve the focus. This is the perfect time of year, right? This is always the time of year where people are like, you know what? I'm going to be better. I'm going to reach out to my people on a regular basis. Well, the holidays are right around the corner, right? Here's a great excuse for you to pick up the phone, buy a cup of coffee, get face-to-face, -face, do a pop by, if you will. Do not let the fact that it hasn't worked before or you haven't done it enough to steer you wrong, all right? Don't let the fact that you haven't done it consistently enough to not let you do it, all right? There's a big difference. Showing up every single day, a cadence, if you will, in your approach to growing and building your business, but at the same time, remembering one thing, this is a human experience. This is a human experience, and every time I connect with that person, I'm going to give them a very, very amazing human experience. So do not forget that. Don't let the fact that it is a, a bigger piece of meat than you're, you're, than you're used to. Remember, the end game is to give somebody the greatest experience ever. And that is my barbecue story for you guys today. So hopefully you can take something from there. I can't wait to see you guys today, this afternoon, or excuse me, 10 o'clock. We're going to dive into this stuff.